It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast cover story series, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music community who are making the lead stories this month at ChicagoVersUnited.com. My name is Haima Black. This week, talking with Stephen Paul Smoker about his band of the same name's new album, Ripe Fruit, in an interview recorded at the Kilo Records offices in Chicago. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here at the Kilo Records offices in Pilsen, uh, right on the south side of Chicago, and I am here with Stephen Paul Smoker. How's it going, man? It's going very well, thank you. Yes, uh, thank you for... Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was just a bottle breaking outside. Um, thank you for taking some time tonight to uh, to be on the podcast, man. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. I want to talk to you about all the things you have going on. You've got lots going on. Your new record, Ripe Fruit, just came out. But let's kind of like take a look back. Like, How has 2012 been for you, for the band, for Stephen Paul Smoker, you know, as an artist and an individual? 2012 just started uh, we have a lot of things that we're planning right now and we're going to see them through you know 2011 was kind of a huge learning experience for us we learned a lot about each other and how we wanted to move forward and uh, we're very excited to get a lot of work done this year we have you know all of our ducks in a row so to speak nice man i like it i know something you just did uh, you just did like a tour of Indiana. Mm-hmm. I was reading about that a little bit. How was that? It sounds like there were some stories there. It was very smoky. <laughs> they still smoke in the bars there. Really hard on my voice, but, you know, I drank a lot of warm tea and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's just a very interesting place to play. Very receptive. Uh, we loved the the uh, the people that we met there and, and got into, you know, got into our, our show and what we're doing here. Really sincere, wonderful people that we met, and we were very happy to to have a successful tour down there. So I know that the new record, Ripe Fruit, it just dropped earlier this week, so congratulations on that, first of all. That is rad. Thank you. Uh, finally. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and that kind of, like, sets up my next question, is how long has this been in the works? Because I was looking through some of the blogs on your site, uh, and I saw some, you know, from, like, maybe, like, late summer, fall, you're talking about the record coming together, recording it, all those kind of things. So it looks like it's been in the works for a little bit. Is that the case? Yeah, it was, re- it was recorded. A few songs were recorded in early 2011. The, the rest of it was recorded in June of, of 2011. And we, you know, had it done and, and spent our time mixing it and getting it ready and, and uh, learning how to play and writing new material. Uh, but we did it right, and we're really happy that, that it's coming out right now. I think there's definitely something to be said for taking your time versus trying to rush it out and get it, you know, put out the second it's done, right? Certainly, yeah. My father always taught me that the highest virtue of man is patience. Well, the second highest virtue of man is patience, and the first virtue is the first sip of beer. It's <laughs> a wise man, yeah. You guys recorded this independently, is that correct? Like, did you do that on your own? Yeah, we did most of the record in a in a garage in Pilsen that we turned in, into a studio. Or my great friend Grace Culp turned into a studio, another musician that I play with frequently. And uh, the Green Dragon Studios, where we recorded it. And uh, it's just a one-and-a-half-car garage, and we just piled in there and crawled all over each other and got real sweaty and recorded this record. Uh, our bass player and our guitar player are great engineers, so we were able to engineer it properly and send it off to to Mitch Zapitis, who is a part of the Kilo family and is a wonderful mixer. And he was thrilled to death that we, ha- you know, had everything set up for him. It was a very easy process. 
uh, and we're all excited to be able to do everything on our own, to be hopefully the most self-sufficient band that we can think of. You know, one of the things about Stephen Paul Smoker, the act, is that you guys get the word psychedelic attached to your music a lot. A lot of people will describe your sound as psychedelic. How do you feel about that? I mean, is it a, a term that applies in your mind, or do you think, wow, that's just kind of like a lazy catch-all term that people just throw on because they don't really know how else to describe it? That's a very good question, first of all. And I would say that uh, psychedelic was something that I used uh, very quickly without really thinking about it to describe my music because I hate describing my music. Yeah. I think it's very hard to pin down what I'm trying to do because I try to be as open as possible with my influences and uh, I will absorb any kind of music. Anybody that makes music worth putting on a medium for me to listen to, I find worthy, so I'm going to learn that music very quickly. So it's hard for me to say from myself what kind of music I'm releasing. Uh, but psychedelics seem to be something that, although it's a very generic and trite term, is also a very effective one for the people that I feel will be most receptive to my music, although I feel like a kid that hates his mom will still be able to <laughs> listen to the record with his mom in a, in a van. And yeah. she'll be like, okay, this is all right. Yeah. I know what they're singing. <laughs> you know? And, you know, and the nice thing about the record is it doesn't, you know, psychedelic is a nice catch-all for it, but the songs all have their very, have their own distinct personality. It doesn't sound the same from track to track. I mean, was that something you guys set out for to really, like, create something individualistic with each song? Certainly. Um, that is the biggest part of my songwriting process is to be able to not repeat myself if I can help it and to try a new idea that it, that is exciting and foreign to me and see how I can be successful in writing that way. So... I don't like to be singular. I really dis I really disdain music that sounds the same, that has the same theme throughout. And you can, you know, any music that I that I can predict. There's a lot of it out there. Yeah. Sort of drives me crazy, and I have very little patience for it. So I try to, you know, have that very specific idea with my own music. If I'm not able to surprise you at least two or three times in my record, then I've failed. No, and I think you succeeded on that front. A couple months back, I reached out to your label, Kilo. I was doing a series of features back in January about what artists had coming up for the year, and I got some quotes from you uh, via your label. And I have to read this verbatim on the podcast. The new record, this is a quote, the new record sounds like fear, pornography, self-deprivation, and fasting, paranoia, Jesus Christ, Muhammad, and Buddha, consumption, war, LSD, and death at the bottom of the sea. I don't really have a question on that per se. I just had to let you know. I think that's my favorite quote I've ever run on my site ever. I just, it's fucking fantastic. Like, how do you even come up with that? Well, they're all true. They're, they're all true, and they're all very specific to a point, and if you take enough time to listen to the record, you'll, you'll hear a line said in the record, and you'll say, oh, okay, certainly. I don't just throw songs together and make a record. Like, there needs to be something very specific that I'm getting across that you can, whether you like it or not, at least have an opinion on it. So those are all very true to certain ideas within the record. And he asked me the question, and I answered it <laughs> properly. Absolutely you did, man. I really liked that, and I think it does apply to the record. When you listen to it, it, it really sticks with it. Um, something else that 
from that same set of statements was that um, you know you guys said that there are going to be videos in the works for Green City and in Cairo. Is that still kind of the case? Are those in the works? Are the ideas? Where is that? Uh, Green City and in Cairo, both the videos are finished. We're just waiting for the proper avenue to release them. Uh, but we're looking a lot higher than that. The B-side to the to Ripe Fruit mm-hmm. is going to be a war musical that we film throughout this uh, the 2012 in the in the summertime. Uh, it's a musical. It's a tragedy, and it has all of those really heart-wrenching things that you're looking for. Uh, and my great friend Ronnie Steffens, who did the former video "Know You Know Me" mm-hmm. with Zach Baker, who did "In Cairo." So we split the two videos up. We gave Zach Baker "In Cairo." He did a wonderful montage for that, and we'll release it soon. Uh, Ronnie Steffens did "Green City." We're really excited to release that as soon as possible because uh, we're really proud of it. Uh, but Ronnie and I are working on a war musical, and it's going to be in three episodes, and it's going to, like I said, be the B-side of Ripe Fruit. So a lot of things in the works. I'm trying myself out as a director. Like I said, something that I am scared to death to do because I've never done it. Who you know, I've never directed a film. I just now figured out in the last four months how to how to work in a band situation. So I am keeping myself as uncomfortable as possible. And that is really the key at producing great and exciting art, really, like no matter what the medium is, is doing something where you're like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm really scared. And that's that's when you're on the right path, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing worse than getting paid to do nothing all day. Yeah. You know, it's a slow death. But if you, you can wake up in the morning and say, after this cup of coffee, I'm going to make myself really uncomfortable, and I have no idea what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, that was a big part. I just had to get, I had to try to get out of the house and, and to say, you know, I'm going to take this camera and I'm going to make some films, and I'm going to hate them. I'm going to yeah. hate them all. <laughs> and it's not even going to matter because I did it. Yeah, yeah because you created something. Absolutely, yeah. Something else from that series of questions, too, is that uh, you alluded to your next like two records being already written and ready to record is that the case and and are you a prolific songwriter do you happen are you just really fast do you are you always writing songs well uh that goes back to uh the answer to you know the main influences for the record i said self-deprivation and fasting uh, and that's something that's very real in my life it's something that i continuously do i fast on a regular basis because it uh, makes me very centered and direct as a songwriter, and I did that for eight or ten months. I don't, I don't really know how long, but throughout that period, I wrote an enormous catalog of music. So yeah, I have two records and beyond ready, wow. and we're all set to record them, which we will do in June. We'll just start with our favorite ones and see how far we can get, and we'll be doing music for quite a while now. And, you know, man, you have so much going on right now, and I have to ask about one more project that uh, has been brought to my attention over the last few months. Uh, I also did a feature back in January with Ornery Little Darlings. You know, I was checking in with all the Chicago talent. And Jason Evers uh, from that band, he alluded to his words, I believe, a Pilsen supergroup, uh, which would be comprised of ornery, uh, members of Ornery Little Darlings, Stephen Paul Smoker, and Flying Cars. Is that a real thing, or was he just kind of, like, fucking with me? Delusions of grandeur, but if they give me a call and they say that it's not delusions and here's some songs, I may be enticed to sing on them, but 
the wonderful thing about making music in Pilsen, and this specifically with those groups, is that we have very large number of people that are making music that is totally different yeah. from each other. So, you know, that may be something that happens, but I'm daunted by my tasks <laughs> this year. Yeah. You know, it it would take a it would take a lot of PBR. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> I like that. I think that's the right answer, man. But you do have a lot going on. Uh, something that's happening a couple weeks down the line, not that far off, on April 27th. Uh, Stephen Paul Smoker playing the record release show for Ripe Fruit at the Empty Bottle, and that's going to be that's free with RSVP, right? Yep, it's an eight dollar cover, but if you go to EmptyBottle.com, you can RSVP to the show, get in for free, and. Uh, you're halfway to a record. You can use that money for a record, or you can buy yourself around the shots, whatever. Whatever you want to do, but yeah, it's free with RSVP. We're really excited about that. Our favorite venue. Yeah, I mean, it is a great place to catch a show, absolutely. <laughs> Stephen Paul Smoker, you have so much in the works, tons of ambition, and this new record is a really great listen to really spend some time with and 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 work through because it's not... One of these records you just listen to once and you go, okay, I'm bored, I got the whole thing. This is a worker. It's something that really asks for your attention. And I like that. I respect that in a record. And I think it's a very well done, man. So nice job. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. The record is called Ripe Fruit. It's out now through Kilo Records. And Stephen Paul Smoker plays The Empty Bottle April 27th, man. Um, Best of luck with all of the things you have going on because there is a long list. And thank you so much for taking time for the podcast. Thank you very much. This has been the Chicagoverse United Audio Podcast cover story series. Thanks to Stephen Paul Smoker for being on the show this week. Check out his group's new record, Ripe Fruit, out now. You can find past episodes of the Chicagoverse United Audio Podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with Loyal Divide, Yawn, a lull, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.